Hello and welcome to our second episode of uh, Two Lawyers Walk Into a Bar. I'm Cooper Knowlton. It's not really our second episode, but it's our second virtual episode. Second virtual bar. episode without alcohol, which is making it way more difficult. <laughs> way less fun. But we don't have to be together, so that makes it better. <laughs> We're joined today by Matthew Salambeni, who is a personal injury attorney based in New York. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Thanks for having me, guys. Matt, why don't you start? By the way, Matt, Matt is one of our favorite attorneys in New York. I think he's, he's like an OG for BFK. We haven't had him on like the, the regular podcast yet, but this is a good opportunity to, to get him and talk to him a little bit. For sure. Matthew, why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about who you are and uh, what your practice focuses on. Give the BNI, the BNI 45 second speech. <laughs> so uh, I'm a personal injury and medical malpractice trial attorney. Uh, we handle cases in New York and New Jersey for people that were injured at the hand of another. Um, we are litigators. So uh, if you were hurt, whether it's in a car accident or a trip and fall, or you feel that a doctor or a hospital did something that they weren't supposed to, or didn't do something that they were supposed to, and you suffered an injury, uh, whether it's a physical injury or time away from work, uh, financial harm, uh, we prosecute those cases to get you made whole. Cool. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit, Matthew, about how um, your practice has um, been affected by the current state of the world in the last two weeks and what's going on in New York City courts and um, yeah, just sort of general overview. So I put together uh, a six-hour uh, PowerPoint presentation to answer that question. Um, <laughs> the, we'll, put it, we'll put it in the show notes. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we kind of saw this coming. So about two weeks ago, we started uh, preparing to work from home, preparing our staff to work from home, uh, getting them the equipment that they need making sure everyone had the appropriate internet, cameras, uh, bringing their computers home, making sure our phone system was completely uh, mobile so everyone can be in contact and try to make it so uh, we can operate as if we were all in the office. Um, and because we started this early, I think that we sort of hit the ground running uh, this is our second week working from home, and there have been some uh, speed bumps, but overall, we're operating pretty smoothly. Um, as far as the courts go, litigators and the courts in New York, as far as civil matters go, have closed. Um, we cannot file a civil complaint. We cannot ask the court for any sort of relief. Everything is being adjourned and kind of put out to an unknown date. Um, so that frees up our time to kind of clean house and do some other work where we don't need the courts. Um, they've also made some accommodations such as uh, you're allowed to now notarize things virtually. Um, so besides closing, they gave us um, some orders that allow us to work remotely and still operate our firm um, despite not having 
the ability to go before a court or a mass or something. Hey Matt, has without disclosing anything confidential, has it brought um, parties to the negotiating table? Since you can't prepare for trial, have there been more talks about settlement or resolving matters? Has that been going on? It's interesting. Um, in our first week before everyone was forced to kind of go remote, right? Very productive week in settlements. Now that everyone's home. Uh, it's hard to get anybody on the phone <laughs> because every organization <laughs> reaching out and trying to speak to adjusters and lawyers to try and resolve matters. So it's it slowed down a little bit. Um, you know, some of the litigators are taking the position that you can't force me to do anything because the courts are closed. So I'm not doing anything. All right, we had a technical snafu for a second, so I paused things, but Matt was talking about um, how settlements have slowed down, um, so you can finish your thought on that, Matt. Yeah, it really depends on, on the defense firm and the adjuster's position of, um, you know, you can't force me to do anything. There's no threat. It's not like a trial is looming. The trial that we were going to have in April or May is now not happening, and we don't know when it's going to happen. Right. So... <laughs> you know, we're going to keep our money in our pocket and wait. And uh, other adjusters and firms are like, hey, we got nothing else better to do. Let's see if we can get some cases resolved. Right. How are, you, how are clients handling this? I'm guessing that they're still getting their bearings with respect to what's going on. But I'm sure some clients, especially those where trial was coming up in the near future, are probably disappointed or they have to be um, – kind of managed a certain way. Um, how are you dealing with clients and, and kind of changing their expectations as to the course of their case? So the biggest concern actually that, that we're getting, um, we're getting a lot of calls from people who know they have uh, a comorbidity or, or a condition that makes them more vulnerable. Uh, and they're concerned about their case and, you know, uh, what they can do to protect it in the event that, you know, they do pass before their case is up. Um, and then the other biggest concern is that there's no treatment right now. So right. if you had a surgery two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and now is the time where you're supposed to be starting physical therapy, you can't go. There is no physical therapy happening. Um, but there are quite a few facilities in New York that are doing virtual physical therapy. So they'll hop on a Zoom like we're on right now with a couple people. They'll uh, show them some movements that they can do at home on their own. Some things uh, using, uh, you know, instead of weights or machines, some basic things that you have in your house that you can use to accomplish the same goal, um, which is kind of cool. So we've been trying to direct them to places where they feel comfortable and they're able to do some treatment at home. Uh, you know, so they have some relief when they're, when they're in their home all day. Matthew, maybe it's too early to be thinking through some of this stuff, but as a personal injury attorney, are you thinking at all of how, um, 
you know, what your caseload may look like in two years and, and, and the cases that may come out of this current crisis? It's one of the, fir the first things I thought about is, um, you know, our uh, life cycle of a case is about three years. So my firm's practice as of, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, where, and certainly this, you know, this, this week that we're in, where there's a lot less people driving, there's a lot less people walking the streets, there's a lot less people going uh, to hospitals and doctors for other reasons. Um, you know, obviously emergent situations are still happening. Um, so three years from now, there's a lot less opportunity for negligence is really the, what I'm trying to say. And three years from now, uh, I'm going to hit a slump where, I'm, you know, the cases that didn't come in now aren't going to affect me now, but they'll affect me three years from now and they'll affect the firm three years from now. So we'll have to uh, figure out a way sort of to innovate, either move cases quicker. Uh, maybe some cases will take a little longer right? Um, to kind of smooth that over. Interesting. Um, and then I just, I guess last question I have is just kind of how have you been operating on a personal level? I know you have children and um, a wife who's also an, a, an attorney and um, I'm just kind of curious how, how that's been shaken out on just kind of a personal level. Um, it's been interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm here in my bedroom in my makeshift office, which is a folding table that we bring out when uh, we have a lot of people over for one of the holidays to add to our <laughs> dining room table. Um, she has one on the other side of the bedroom for her. And uh, we're on a very strict schedule um, from the moment that we wake up, you know, who's working, who's educating our daughter, who's feeding her, uh, you know, motion, exercise, kind of going through everything that she would get if she was in school. And after school activities, as we both try and work at the same time, um, it's a lot. I, it's definitely a lot to deal with. I think I try and look at the, the positive aspects of it. I've been having lunch with my daughter every day and really getting to know her in ways that uh, I couldn't, could never do. Yeah. Um, you know, a week vacation, you know, a couple times a year where you get to spend a lot of time with, with your children is one thing, but, you know, but two weeks straight, three weeks straight. Um, three months straight. Three months straight. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of, of positive that can come out of this as far as the relationship in the house. Um, it's obvious, you know, concerned like many parents about how this will affect them when it's over and their relationships outside of the house mm -hmm. on, but we're trying to FaceTime, you know, as much as possible. Zoom videos with friends and teachers. Um, it's interesting, you know, I don't think I've ever thought about this happening. You know, in building a practice and a family, this wasn't something that came up that, that you know, we had an idea of or a plan for.
you weren't watching Contagion every Saturday night. I have been for like the last two years, so I was totally <laughs> prepared for a pig, pig-induced outbreak. I think it's a pig, right? I don't know. Um, Actually, the movie terrifies me now. <laughs> so you know, you know, obviously Cooper and I, uh, we litigate as well, but more in the commercial space. We're not in the same space as you. Have you heard from, or are you part of any like you know listservs? I'd imagine a lot of PI attorneys are very reliant on paper, very reliant on being in their office, have huge um, folders that they haven't scanned into their computer. I know you operate a little bit differently than that. Um, Is there a lot of fear among that community about how they're going to continue their practice? Yeah, we hear it more on the defense side, even if you just look at the law journal on a daily basis about firms that are laying lawyers off, laying staff off because there are no court appearances. They don't have their files scanned. They can't go to their office. They can't bill. So they can't bill. Right. Um, You know, one of the issues that, that we came up with early on was the mail, Um, which I can't get my mail from the building. The building's not even sorting the mail. So I call up and I'm like, hey, how much mail do we get? And they're like, oh, I think we got like two FedEx letters. And running a litigation practice, you know, the mailman comes with literally a burlap sack over his shoulder or boxes of mail. Um, So we filed very early on when e-filing was still open, uh, a notice on every litigation that we had saying that we're not accepting mail and if you could please email or fax us, here's our firm-wide email address. Um, you know, anything that you can send us digitally, we appreciate it, we'll be able to respond timely. But if you mail us something, we, you know, we may not be able to, we may not even get it. Right. And we've been getting a lot of letters back, like, oh, this is great, you know, here's my email address or here's my firm's email address. Let's try and do as much as we can. Um, We are 99% digital. Um, And I don't know how much longer we're going to be 99% because all that mail and all that stuff that comes in isn't being scanned now. So we're going to have sort of a backlog. Um, Nothing that we couldn't, you know, hire some temp workers and, and kind of get it all done once we're back. But, Sorry. But we don't know what we're, what, what we're missing at this point. So it's sort of like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys doing with the, with the mail situation? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's actually a really good practice tip to reach out to our adversaries and, and inform them that we're not receiving mail. Um, I think it's probably a, a, above and beyond what most law firms are doing. Um, even, I mean, even checks, like there's like, you know, money that we should have received and I don't know if we received it and little things like that. I mean, I, I've been thinking about that a lot the last couple of days. It's, you know, you go three, four days without your mail. It's not a huge deal, but you know, after a week, it's, it's pretty devastating. Just to, I mean, just more just the ambiguity of like not knowing what people have sent you and all that, all that stuff. But by, by, by now, I think everybody kind of knows not to send mail. But I think that last week and a half, Matt, you probably saved yourself some, you know, some 
agitated by sending out that notice. But I think moving forward, people are not, they don't even, they don't even want to touch mail, much less have the ability to, to send it out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, haven't got, I haven't gotten to my personal mailbox to open it because I don't want to touch the mail that's inside. Yeah, I mean, we just wanted to um, put it out there, like, you know, here are the employees' actual email addresses. Yeah. You know, here's, so they have everything, not just from the website, our general email box. I didn't want to get, like, those inquiries where you go to our website, like, do I have a case? And they're sending stuff through that. Right. Um, You know, just make sure everyone had all the information. And as far as checks go, um, we've been rerouting our checks. We've been asking to either do them uh, by wire or sending them to my, to my house. Um, Because the clients want their money. So it's the excuse of, I can't get the mail, you know, um, is really bothersome for them. They, They expect us to have a plan. Yeah. Do you have, um, do you have clients who don't have email and who it's now become a more difficult task of trying to communicate with or coordinate with or not really? There are, uh, there definitely are some that don't have email. Um, but we're just over the phone, which a lot of clients call anyway. Right. Yeah. As you can see by my phone, keep ringing. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> That's why he's so good. He can't help but be responsive even on the Zoom call with, with us. Um, I asked this to, to, to Molly, who we interviewed yesterday, and I think, I think it's kind of a fun question to end with. What do, you, what do you miss right now? What do you miss the most? Outside of like having a plate, outside of just you know, leaving your house and being able to walk around freely, um, like what's the one thing that you, that you miss the most two, you know, a week and a half into this? I miss um, going on, you know, the court appearances that really matter. You know, the ones that are, can change law or make law or really make a difference. Uh, preparing for those and going and making those arguments. Um, you know, it's a rush for me. I, I, I really enjoy that. So, you know, being a lawyer that is literally at a desk all day long mm-hmm. was the exact opposite of yeah. why I became a lawyer and why I got into to litigation. Um, so that's really what I miss. Although um, being home with my wife all day long, who's also in litigation uh, makes up for some of it. So that's a great answer. I meant like a Big Mac or something, but Oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> no, that's a great answer. It's a great answer. It is a good answer. So, uh, all right, no, Matt. Miss, yeah. uh, if it's, I got just okay. an espresso in, in, at 2.30 in the afternoon and walking down the street you know, <laughs> from your day is obvious. Um, I think it would be interesting to, to check back in with you in a couple of weeks and see how things have evolved and see how things are changing as the courts start opening or things are going virtual or maybe probably in a new worlds a month from now or two months from now. And hopefully we can check back in and see how things are going. Love to do it guys. Awesome. Thanks, All right, Matthew, well, be safe. Link to your, uh, to your firm's website in the, in the podcast description. So if anyone's trying to get in touch with you, uh, they know where to find you. Much appreciated guys. All Thank right. you. Well, take care, Matthew. See you later.